most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show, Breakfast Club, bitches. And it is Friday. Happy Friday, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angelique. Good morning. Peace to the planet. It is indeed Friday. What's happening? I feel a little like. What you feel like? I feel bad because you know when you eat something, you know you ain't got no business eating. Like I'm eating this brownie right now. Are you eating brownie? Are you eating brownie early morning? Is it edible? No. Why are you eating the brownie? It's the regular because they're here. Oh, I had some fettuccine Alfredo yesterday with grilled chicken, and I don't really like be eating cheese like that. I can't eat um, fettuccine Alfredo because it make my stomach. Oh, you ain't got to tell me. Yeah. Okay, I got the same lactose intolerance that you got. <laughs> I can't right? do it. That cream came right out this morning. <laughs> Trust me. All right, and I'm glad it came out before I got in the shower. But anyway, how was your night last night? Uh, my night was excellent. First of all, I've been having a lot of issues with my car, so I finally got my car back. I haven't had my car since Monday. Which has, you know, I guess I'm spoiled. It's been very inconvenient for me. A lot of things I've had to do, I've had to call car services and take the train everywhere. I'm used to being able to just hop in my car, pack up my car with different things. So it's been very inconvenient. But I'm happy to have had it back. I kept sliding from drive back into neutral while I'd be in the middle of driving. They didn't give you a rental or like a loaner while you was getting it fixed? I didn't think it was going to take that long. So I just dropped, I had somebody drop it off for me. And then I didn't realize I was going to need... They were going to have it for so long. I thought I'd get it back later that day. Oh, okay. Did you hear Cardi B's new record? Be careful. No, I saw when she posted that she had a new single coming out. I'm going to listen to it right now. Yeah, she said, um, I hope you up at midnight. I definitely was not up at midnight. I did I listen to either. it on the way in. I listened to, I listened to it a few times. Yeah, I haven't. Um, are we going to play it this morning? I would hope so. We, yes, we are. Yes. According to our producer, Eddie, we are. How know. many times a morning, how many times an hour are we playing it? Just once? <laughs> Once oh an hour, man, once an Atlantic! Hour. Damn, y'all dropping the ball, Atlantic. How come y'all ain't do the iHeart st- Radio Is Stimulus it good? Package? Hold on, man. I want to listen to it. Why y'all ain't do the iHeart Radio Stimulus Package? Give them the DJ Khaled Package, where you play the song once an hour, every hour, on every urban station across the country. Damn, Kaiser, what's going on over there? And her my album brother? comes out next week. I Jesus like, Christ! I like the artwork for her um, single too. Okay, well, anyway, uh, today. What, did you like the song? Because I haven't heard it. I yet. did like the record. I liked it a lot. Um, I want you to hear it first. I don't want to. Get, I don't want to say anything. But I liked it. I enjoyed it personally. Right. I do have a critique of it. One p- cr- critique. All in right, particular. let me listen to it first. Yes. All right. I don't want to sway you. So listen to it. All right. Well, this morning we do have Ray J and Princess Love joining us. Yes, Ray J and Princess Love. Always a pleasure when Ray J, Ray J comes by because Ray J. A lot, a lot of the success of the Breakfast Club is uh, due to Ray J. Right, that right. is a fact. Early on, Ray J interview. Yes, and Ray J is my guy. I used to, I've, I've known Ray J for over thirteen years. I used to take Ray J to get weed in Columbia, South Carolina. He used to actually buy weed from Wax back in the day. A long, long time ago. All the ago. connections here. Yes, yes. And, and then, in addition to that, Deontay Wilder will be joining us this morning. Listen, y'all know I'm a big boxing fanatic. You know, Anthony Joshua is fighting uh, Parker this. this Saturday, Saturday at 5 p.m. In the U.K.? In the U.K. on Showtime, and uh, Deontay Wilder was supposed to be there. So it comes on at 5 p.m. here? Comes on 5 p.m. our time. Okay. Yes, and Deontay Wilder was supposed to be there this weekend being a ringside analyst, but 
he canceled that trip, and uh, he decided to do some media around here in New York, so he came by the Breakfast Club. WBC heavyweight champion. The Bronze Bomber will also be here this morning, okay? Now, yeah, you got front-page news coming up? We'll give you an update on those Howard University protesters. Uh, they are, of course, as you know, because this guy got donkey of the day yesterday, upset about your boy Tyrone and other people from the administration stealing money from financial aid. I'm upset at the song that y'all was singing while y'all was protesting, but we'll, we'll talk get into about that, that. Yeah. okay? It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. What song's coming up? Drake, God's plan. Good way to start the morning, okay? Everything is God's plan. It's The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Africa. Why DJ Envy keep saying he in Wakanda? You can't be in Africa saying you in Wakanda. That's kind of disrespectful, it don't is. you think? You're in the, a real place. Yeah, say where <laughs> you at. I don't, know, I don't even know where he is. He's in Nigeria, Ghana. He probably doesn't know where he is either. I think I know he's somewhere in South Africa. <laughs> All right, now, uh, front page news. Let's get into some front page news. Uh, Howard University protests. Talk about it. Yes, here are the protesters at Howard University. They have a new battle cry because they are protesting Howard's massive financial aid scandal. We told you about this yesterday during Donkey of the Day. Over a million dollars that was misused and misappropriated. One student got $430,000 in financial aid and used that money to buy himself nice things like Gucci bags, Gucci loafers. Tyrone turned the world into his catwalk. Sherling coats. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's on boat rides. So here are the students singing, Bitch, better have my money. Oh, God. Listen, man. Black people, we really need some new songs to protest <laughs> What would have been a good song? I don't know. They could have just sang the hook over and over. Like, that's not a song you sing in this totality or say the blah, blah, blah part. Only thing you should have been saying in that room is, bitch, better have my money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I thought about this, too. Remember when uh, they were protesting to get Meek out of jail in Philly and they were singing the intro? Uh-huh. Like, we really need some better songs to protest with, man. Like, I, we do. Give me a good protest song, then, since you uh, you find solutions. I mean, Charlie. like, Kendrick Lamar, I right, is a good protest record. We gonna you know be what I'm saying? Right. Especially, when okay. it's a, especially when you're trying to, like, like ease the crowd and there's been some injustice and you don't want everybody to get too volatile. Like, you want us to empower ourselves. That's a good protest record. You know All right. I mean? and Fight the power by public enemy, but I'm old. Okay, but damn. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> but bitch better have my money. Blah, blah, blah. What, dude, they be like, what the hell are y'all talking about? I don't think it's blah, blah, blah. I don't it's know what the hell they're saying. Blah, blah, blah. We need some better songs to protest. All right, and speaking of colleges, Michigan, Michigan State University students are upset at school officials because they have not responded to sophomore Jillian Kirk's post. Now, she was posting things that were very negative about people of color. She was using the N-word, and she once wrote F N-words. I'm so over it. God bless America. F the blacks. Wow. And school says that they're not responsible. They said they don't condone racial harassment or bullying, but they do not get to control what every member of their community says. Well, the students, they need to protest by playing uh, Lil Dicky's Freaky Friday. Right, and uh, one student, Mayanna Folks, tweeted out, let's play a game. How many retweets does this girl need before MSU kicks her out? So Kirk, in, on her behalf, has since uh, apologized for her post for them being inappropriate. Well, that's going to be the school fault when she Duh. gets beat up. Yeah. So they feel like they should do at least some sort of diversity training to attend the university because you shouldn't have the privilege of attending a school like that. I would personally feel threatened by somebody. Yeah, isn't it like some type of, there's no moral clause in college? It should be because I remember at Harvard, some students had gotten in and then they started a whole Facebook page where they were saying racial things and they got their letter offer letters rescinded and they didn't end up going. So. By the way, y'all wouldn't allow that if she was going after any other race. If she was going after Asians, if she was going after Jewish people, y'all wouldn't be down for that at all. All right, and the Sacramento Kings have announced a partnership 
Uh, they are going to be partnering with activist groups after Stefan Clark protests shut down the arena. They're setting up an education fund for Stefan Clark's two young children. They're going to co-sponsor a forum in South Sacramento on Friday night and work with uh, Build Black Coalition to support the education of young people and to provide the workforce preparation and economic development efforts in a multi-year effort. See, there you go. Q Kendrick Lamar. All right, right there. Boom. Bam. There you go. See, now it makes sense. All right. That's it? Yes. All right, now get it off your chest. It's coming up. If you want to vent about anything, okay? If anything. You wanna, if you want to vent about anything, oh, you know, if you're feeling good, if you're feeling blessed, black, and highly favored, reach out and touch us right now. Call One us a- up and tell us what you think about this Cardi B song, too, because I'm trying to listen to it right now. Yes, 1-800-585-1051. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. All right, it is Get It Off Your Chest. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, peace and blessings, y'all. It's Sean Stone, man. Sean Stone. Sean Stone, where you been? I've just been working, Angela, and then the truck that I drive, the garbage truck that I drive, it doesn't have a radio in there that tune to Power 105, you know? So why don't you use the app, the iHeart? I have the app, but sometimes it'll be a delay with the conversation what you guys be having and I be doing so much garbage out here it's hard for me to listen to apps so I just watch y'all on YouTube you know so what is your radio tune to if it don't turn, tune into us yo it's on Steve Harvey I like Steve Harvey but it's just that's my guy it's just a, it's just a truck that they give me they give me different trucks every day so sometimes I'm able to tune into you guys Sometimes I'm not, but I, I still be keeping up on the breakfast club. I've never heard of such I a thing. Guys, hey, I appreciate yeah, you. I like yeah, how you've man. evolved from porta potty guy too, sir. Oh yeah, you know I'm always grinding out here, son. I mean, I, you know, I've always been a hustler, man, but never been a guy to stand on the street corner. All I've right. Always been a guy to be a nine to five and take care of my son. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Well, have a blessed hey, day, Mr. Stone. Want, huh? Excuse hey, me. On, what, one thing I want to share. Today is a big day today. Today is the uh, Passover, the New Covenant Passover today where 3.2 million people is going to celebrate the New Covenant Passover on this day. So I just want to say that to the world, you know? Yeah, today is Good Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's Passover day, so uh-huh. don't forget to roll up some weed and pass it over to your home. No, no. All right? right. Have a blessed day, my brother. Peace. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Andrew. He is Marty Grace, the guy that makes the postal clothes. Hey, Marty Grace. Listen, I'm trying to get y'all some Marty Grace clothes. I email y'all so I can so I can get the address or the information where to drop it off, and y'all never respond back. Where'd you email? Where'd you email to? Hold on, slow down, Marty. Where'd you send the email to? To your email, I emailed you on your um Instagram. You email prettydswag at gmail.com? That's Angela's email. I don't know. That's what you take all the First of all, pics. when you send a message on Instagram, that's not an email, that's a DM. You have don't you have an email or contact on your Instagram? Like if people want to book you? Okay, you sent it to the booking email. I don't check yeah, that actually. That somebody else does that because that's for bookings. Okay. Charlamagne, you don't miss my South Carolina t shirts I used to make for you? Um, no, but I, I, I but you my man, though. No. Wow, that's the uh, that was hard. You want me to lie to you? I haven't missed, I ain't been missing them. I'll take one if you give it to me. Damn. I ain't miss it. Damn. See, that's evil. Damn, Zoddy. How do I drop, all right, can I drop some stuff off at the store? Oh, at the juice bar? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, and if... Half the size is wrong, then y'all correct them. I'll leave my information, okay? All right, thank you, Marty Grace. All right, Marty, all right, peace, my brother. Man. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you, bro. Why are you lying about that? You don't love him. I do love him. I love all my people. <laughs> you don't miss his shirts, though. Nope. All right, it's time for you to get it off your chest. Call us up, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. 
Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Good morning. It's time to get it off your chest. Who's this? This is Lisa from Georgia, and I just want to say that I'm blessed this morning. I'm happy, and I'm in good spirits this morning because it's Friday. That's how I feel you, girl. It is Friday, and not only is it Friday, yes. it's Good Friday. Sunday is Easter. You got any plans? Yes. Um, I'll be taking my son to an uh, Easter egg hunt that we have down here in Georgia, so that's that's why I'm happy. Is this, right. it, I think now is a good time to remind people of the origins of Easter. Uh, you know, the reason that the bunny is the symbol of Easter because bunnies like to have sex a lot. And, you know, back right. in the day, back in the day, men and women used to paint their bodies and then they would play hide and go fornicate. So if a man Why found did a man, right. if That's a man found a man, he'd sleep with that a man. If a woman found a woman, he'd sleep with a woman. Huh? I'm trying to make my son remember that God was resurrected and I'm oh, making God. him say that. And okay. he said, and I'm just making him know that Easter is not all about candy. It ain't about no goddamn eggs and no Easter bunny. I'm tired of y'all not letting Jesus headline no holidays that's supposed to be about him. Charlamagne, can you please come to Augusta, Georgia? One day. I like Augusta. This whole conversation was weird. Have a good day, baby. (laughs) I'm just saying, when Jesus gonna get the headline one of his own holidays? You don't get the headline his birthday. Why does she agree with your origins of Easter explanation? I don't know. But I mean, (laughs) so weird. All right, we are doing. Get it up your chest. Good morning. Who's this? Hey. Oh, Tra- Trav, people are so pissed. Somebody just tweeted, how does Trav get through every morning and I can't? I already told y'all Trav comes through the rear. All right? Listen, I'll be, I'll be busting that rear door wide open every Woo! morning. Go okay. ahead, Trav. Bust the rear door wide open, It is freaky, honey. freaky, freaky Friday. <laughs> freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. <laughs> Talk to me, sis. Talk to me. Listen, I'm calling and talk about Cardi B. Okay, okay. what do you think about her new single? So, I actually like the single. I just don't like this. I just don't I don't like it to be her single. That sounds like more of just a a track that should be on the album, just a cool track for the album. I like the record too. I think they should have let somebody sing the hook. I think if somebody would have sang that hook, it it sounded bigger, but I like the record. Yeah, I like the and she was actually spitting. And I can relate to what she was talking about. I Listen, oh, guess what? Lord. A lot of women are going to be able to relate to what she was talking about on there, which is what listen, makes it a really good thing, because this is going to be that summertime, my man cheated on me type of song. Now, be careful. We, we got to watch women all summer long on social media Hashtag talking about be careful with me. Be careful. Be careful with Ladies, me. I'm fragile. Be careful. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Put hashtag be careful and at that person who needs to be careful right now. I've been telling I've been telling my women that my are fragile like eggs for years, by the way. So be careful with my. Remember when old dirty said. Yes, I remember. <laughs> old of dirty said. Be careful with my. Fragile they fragile like, like eggs. eggs. <laughs> Rest in peace, old dirty. I don't know that feeling, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was get it off your chest. Thank yes. you, everybody, very much for calling on a freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Now, yeah, we got, well, it's actually a good Friday today. Can we call, we shouldn't call good Friday good, freaky good, good, Friday, good right? Good Friday. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good <laughs> well, Friday. Well, your explanation for Easter was kind of freaky. That is a fact. All right. that, that is that. That is what they used to do. They used to paint their bodies and then play hide and go fornicate. So whatever you found, you had sex with. Men would have sex with men. Women would have sex with women. And that's why the bunny symbolizes Easter because bunnies are real fertile and like to have sex. That's why the Playboy even has a bunny as a symbol. You learned something from Uncle Charlotte this morning. Now, Yee, um, you got a rumor report coming up? Okay, I guess. Um, let's talk about Chris Brown. Find out why he is mad at media and people's reactions to it. 
Also, speaking of music coming out today, one of your people's got out a new EP. All right, we got all that coming up in the rumor report, and we're going to get on that new Cardi B. Be careful. You know Cardi's album comes out next week, April the 6th, Invasion of Privacy. And Ray J and Princess Love will be here next hour, man. Come on, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. You know we got a lot on the menu, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these messages. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Africa. That's that new Cardi B. Be careful. I like the record, but they should have put somebody else on the hook. Okay, put SZA on the hook or something. But we'll talk about it. It's a rumor report. Oh, all right. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, just last night, Cardi B tweeted out, my new song, Be Careful, drops tonight everywhere. And about an hour ago, she tweeted, you got to switch it up sometimes. So I'm sure she's been reading everybody's responses to the song. I like it. Don't read I think, the people's responses, man. I think for a lot of women, songs like this are important because we all go through so many different things in relationships. And men do, too. Oh, listen, you're going to have to hear all spring and summer uh, women telling their men to be, be careful, careful with them. I'm fragile. But I do like the record, but I do think they should have put somebody else on the hook. They should have put scissors on the hook. What's the point of being signed to a major label if simple decisions like that can't be made? Kaiser, Julie, what y'all doing over there? Nobody maybe, heard that record? Maybe Cardi B wanted to. Adamantly, she decided she wanted to do they it. They should have told her no. <laughs> we can make the record bigger by putting somebody on the hook. All right, well, there you have it. That's Cardi B's new single, Be Careful. So definitely weigh in and say what you think about it. Um, some people love it. Of course, some people are criticizing it because that's just life. That's the way things are. Three people going to like it. Three people not going to like it. I it's pretty cool And four people just going to be on the fence about it. In the meantime, The Weeknd put out a surprise new EP. It was titled My Dear Melancholy. I haven't listened yet. That's- yeah, it's um, six songs on there. Yeah. Call Out My Name, Try Me, Wasted Times, I Was Never There, Hurt You, and Privilege. Now, everybody's talking about the song that he put out, uh, Call Out My Name, which is about his ex- Selena Gomez is what it seems like. Here's a uh, part of the song if you want to judge that for yourself. If your name is The Weeknd, right? If your name <laughs> if your name is The Weeknd and you put out an album called My Dear Melancholy, I'm not listening to it till Monday. Maybe Tuesday. Why? No, no, no. I'm not, not doing that this weekend. You don't want to be depressed? No, Monday or Tuesday. That definitely, I'd have, that's, that's, this should have been an old school Tuesday release. <laughs> My Dear Melancholy. Well, listen. Uh, went Tuesday. through some heartbreak. And, by the way, Tink put out a new EP as well, Pain and Pleasure. Drop one of Clues Bomb for Tink, damn it. Did you listen to that one yet? No, I haven't, but I will as soon as I leave here. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Yes, and next hour, Ray J and Princess Love will be in here. That it's- pause made me feel like I was supposed to tease your um, donkey today, the way you paused. I was like, oh, man, I messed up again. <laughs> no, listen, it's always a pleasure when Ray J and Princess Love come here. Well, I don't think, has Princess Love ever been here? Yeah, she was she here. Has? Mm-hmm. I know she's pregnant now, but it's always a pleasure when Ray J comes because the a lot of the Breakfast Club's success is due 
to Ray J and his alcohol and drug abuse. Okay. <laughs> well, he's uh, off that now. So he's a married man with a baby on the way. Yes. He's changed a lot. A lot. We'll, we'll talk to them next hour. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Africa. And you know, Envy likes to always say special guests for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't say that for everybody. There was everybody. only one time he didn't. Yes, that was with Deezus and Meryl, but we, know, we saw how that went. Right. But, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, those are my guys, though. Salute to Deezus and Meryl. But Ray J is clearly a special guest. Salute to Princess Love, his queen in here as well. The reason Ray J is a special guest, we <laughs> on the know. record is saying this, but we're going to say this again. Let him know. The Breakfast Club would not be where the Breakfast Club is if it wasn't for Ray J. We Thank say you. that. <laughs> yes. We give you your props all the time. We do. We do. We if it wasn't say for that. Ray J calling up here one day, one <laughs> early morning, drunk Sweet. and high and Sweet. bugging out, we would not be where we are. Isn't and, that weird? And now look at like, <laughs> in love, a baby on the way. That's look yes. at how things change. Yep, God is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like the, this is like CNN in here. It's, it's, it's getting it's getting there. We you know growing. what I'm saying? Congratulations. When's the baby too. May twenty fourth. Okay, oh, that's right around the corner. Fourth, man. Yeah. If she had the baby in here, that would make our ratings go through the roof. Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Y'all want us to have a baby in here? <laughs> no, just, yeah, I'm shocked it's your first child, Ray J. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Man. You was a reckless boy, like, you, you know, know, reckless man. My bad. I was a boy. I think when you're young, you're supposed to kind of get all that out your system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and if it does happen that way, then you gotta just be a good father. But for some reason, you know, I was able to do all I had to do. And then me and Princess locked in, got married, then had the baby. Right. So traditional. So you feel like you got all out your system? Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, oh, well, here well, we go, Charlamagne. Here we go. Yeah, I mean. Now, we are happy picture. to see you both up here together because you guys had some rocky situations that played out on social media. Break down this yeah. picture, yeah. What is yeah. this? I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, That's man. That's what Princess Love here and Ray J here I can't, to explain. Listen, I can't do a drop in the shower. <laughs> I got somebody dropping somebody in there. Now, that was karma Now, people believe that when they saw this picture, it looked like there was a girl in the background. I don't see it. Caught up. Why would and I do And I will tell like you that. right now, I have the best eyes. Like, I zoomed in. I looked at the, the knob on the shower, the reflection, no, the corner, the crack of everything. I didn't see anything. I don't see it. Let me see. Is Why did they think it was a woman there? I really don't see it. Crazy. So Come on, like he man. Didn't see it. What is that? Did you see I'm a woman here? that right there. That's just sabotage. It- it did look like it could. You know what? I didn't think anything when I saw it. And then people kept saying, oh, there's a silhouette of a woman in the shower. Yeah. And I was trying to see it. And then I said, well, maybe there was a ghost. Yeah, you was in Virginia, right? It that could have been a ghost. Was in Virginia. Was Vegas. Oh, you was in Vegas. Was in could Vegas. be a ghost in Vegas. But Princess Love did for a second you believe that because obviously social media gets in people's heads. No, actually, it, it, it blew up because I posted a meme because I was, we were, had got into it right before his birthday. He was mad at me. And... He, like, went to Vegas and, like, was, like, just, you know, pissing me off. And so I posted a meme that said, men men make the mistake thinking women will never leave and women make the mistake thinking men will never change. Boy, did my negative comments Nobody even paid attention until he posted that shower thing. Okay. So that wasn't in response to the shower No, it wasn't. It was just me and my feelings. You know, I'm at home, six months pregnant. You go to Vegas. Yeah, without me, and I'm mad. So. Now, why would you do that, Ray J? Well, I was mad, too. But you can't just up I and know. go to Vegas. You Vegas? Right. right. Come on. Well, he tell said him I was ba- mad, too. Bang. No. no. Tell him I tell, gotta... him, tell him what else. What Where I... else you went? Where else did I go? You went to the strip club. Wow. Uh, what the hell's wrong with you? I thought you changed, Ray. Come on, right. Ray. So that's what I... <laughs> I thought you changed. <laughs> How long I was in the strip club for? It, it doesn't don't matter. Five minutes. It doesn't matter. Who goes to the strip club for five minutes? I didn't have my wallet. 
for five minutes. Talking about you ain't had your wallet. I didn't have my. I didn't have my. And wallet. then my friend was in there and <laughs> told me he was in there, and he told the DJ that I took his wallet, so he couldn't spend any money. Yeah. Wow. So what? What happened was you should have said you went for the wings. Right, that's not what happened. We don't got good wings in LA. Oh, okay, okay. Like that at, at the strip club. So you went to the strip club first, then Vegas. Um. Yes. Well, tell Whoa. them. But tell them that about my business in Vegas. I got a. I got a gym in Vegas. I got a, a a new ad tech agency in Vegas, so mm -hmm. we back and forth from Vegas every right. day. But you, you know don't have a strip club in Vegas. No, 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 no. So and no listen, reason. we was we was mad, and then I I went to the strip club. I went to Vegas. It was wrong. You know what yeah, I mean? Why do you want to make a pain? Why he back to LA no, for was, a day it, and it, then it, it went back wrong. to Vegas? It was again. wrong. Wow. But, but we was it was my birthday, <laughs> and right. I felt like she should have came to the to the event, and it was just a lot. Whoa, of whoa, whoa, whoa! You left your six month pregnant wife on your birthday to go to Vegas, and then got mad she didn't want to come to pregnant right right thank come you. on now come thank on you. Ray Ray. Right, i'm glad I'm somebody's sorry. on the outside looking in <laughs> because sorry. he acts like he does not see my well i didn't Ray. tell well i didn't tell y'all the other side What's the, other side? Know, the other side is that we had an argument a little small argument. she hit you no <laughs> small <laughs> argument and then i had a big party that night the family was there and then she didn't show up she had the cake she had everything to come through to the party. She didn't show up, and the argument wasn't even big, and then she threw my cake in the trash can and took a picture of it. I threw wow. his cake in the trash can two days later. The cake was deflated, and it was like it deflated my heart because I'm like, whoa, I've seen a lot of pictures, but this one right here? But that was this two days later. You were already feelings. in Vegas at that point. But to deflate my cake is wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so, that, listen. Everybody these, take responsibility uh, right. for what they did that was wrong. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, like, we, we go through our ups and downs. Mm -hmm. and But we get back together and we super strong. So, okay. a lot of the times when people see all this stuff online, it don't be as drastic as it looks. But we do be mad at each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? So no more so, throwing cakes in the garbage, all right? Yeah, but, but she was... The she only right. reason I she threw right. it away because it was in the car yeah. for two days. You right, baby. And I'm not about to carry a cake. And plus, you can't she eat right. that old cake. You just right. said. She was right. So I, I just wrong. I sent him a picture because I just wanted him to know I did get you a cake. Yeah, right. she did. See, so, I rock with that. Now, yeah, yeah, you right, baby. Now, now princess, there you, you go. Right. Now you, now you, you learn right. to race. She right. right. She pregnant. Right. That's how she right. Right. Run right. to the baby drop. Right, baby. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now, now explain no, this though. Baby, then there right, was some baby. issue with um, Brandy and your mom not showing up to the baby shower. Let's start from the end, princess. What did Brandy text you? That's what I want to know. Because the, the, the Instagram was um, Brandy showed you some love for your baby shower, and then you hit her back and you said, "Shut the." F up posting this. I should post what you just text me. Yes, girl. <laughs> Look, that's a family issue. All right, it's 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 getting down. It was in the heat of the moment. Yeah, but again, we regular. We you know everybody got their little family drama. Yeah, unfortunately, it get out in the press, and then it's like, and then everybody should have an opinion because it's out there. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day. It's just what people do sometimes, and then you just, you, you know, you, you, you get back cool. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Sometimes everything ain't going to be all peachy cream, you know what I mean? Right. And, and it's how you deal with the problem. It's, it's hard because a big yeah. event like that, your first ever baby shower, yeah. it's yeah. hard to not have your family who you're so close to there. Because yeah. Brandy and your mom but didn't show up. But Brand was out of town, so that's why she didn't show up, and then moms didn't show up. But I love moms, and moms is like my best friend. Mm -hmm. So, again, you know, I've talked to some people, and they can relate to kind of this situation sometimes. Everybody ain't on the same page. But one thing I know, everybody love each other. Mm -hmm. And everybody is supporting each other, you know. We just sometimes all don't see eye to eye. Who's going to be in you the know? room when you deliver the baby? Um, Ray and my mom. Just being your mom. I'm going to be in there. You should be like, if you didn't come to the baby shower, you can't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come to the we, labor we, day, okay? We having a water birth. Ooh. What is that? 
or where I'm in the water. We might not have a water birth, though, because he's talking about wearing a wetsuit. Come on. You're going to wear a wetsuit? <laughs> yeah. You're being dramatic now. Right. You can't wear no wetsuit. <laughs> you should, and you should film it. What? Listen, we still, we still in talks about the uh, about the water birth. He doesn't want anything getting on him, and I don't want nobody to pull my baby out with their hands and pull the, pull the head out the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So I need everything to be super delicate and super in, intact. You the doctor let you pull it out yourself though, if you want no, to. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will. They will. Yeah. I'm not, You're in the water with me. I've had two, my brother. They'll let you pull it out if you, you want pull to. One out? I didn't do. It, but they'll let you. What did you, said, do? I'm not what doing you do? I stood there and just let the cut the umbilical cord. That's did all. you watch everything? Everything. I watched my wife and everything. Oh, you gonna <laughs> princess? You definitely no, gonna I'm do not. this. Everyone yes, you are. I'm not gonna eat anything before. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna strain something out? I don't want to say it. it's not really a disgusting process. It's not. <laughs> it's I, I wouldn't look at it as disgusting at all. Like you gonna see a lot of stuff. You gonna see the afterbirth, and she might poop on herself, and you gonna see blood. But it's still a beautiful experience. The most beautiful thing you ever gonna witness. Right. We have this conversation every day. Yes. Yeah, I told him he I, needs to grow up. I said I'm I, like <laughs> you. I'm. If I can't tell you that I'm scared and I'm, you know what right, I mean, excited. Be, yeah. Listen to me. Baby. Is it gonna be natural? This way, huh? Yeah. Na no, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, epidural? you say that right now. Here. You gonna get that epidural? I'm right here. You say that if now. If I want the epidural, I'll get it. But I'm gonna at least try. Yeah. Make the effort. You know what you haven't yet? I know you having a girl. I'm yeah. having a girl. Yeah, that's right. Cause you was a whole. I know you are. Cause you was a whole. Okay, I got two. Girl. All right. I'm having a girl. Listen, one thing, princess, keep me in line, man. She, she is a not. I'm not. You're not a bully, but you are. You, 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 you know. Strong. All right, we got more with Ray J and Princess Love coming up on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Africa, and uh, Ray J and his queen, Princess Love, is here. And Ray J, uh, you didn't come empty-handed, huh? I got gifts for y'all. I want to ask you, I wanna ask you about Raycon. Raycon is you, in the building, huh? Did you really sell Raycon or sell a portion of it for $30 million or something uh, like that? Well, the company was Raytronics. Now Raytronics. Raycon Global, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got headphones. So and you got $30 million? Um, He's like, I have headphones for that. But it, forget about the money. Listen, <laughs> Thank you. forget about the money. Ooh, nice it's not color. about the money. It is about the money. Nah, because we need we need more money. We need more money to keep putting back into the company. So okay. Walk us through this process of how you got involved in this whole Raycon thing, man. Well, you know I started with the bikes. Okay. And, um, and I went for three years by myself just with the team, and it just started to expand. And it started to grow and grow. And, um... And then I needed some help. You know, I needed to then build the infrastructure the right way and start going global. And that's when um, Cowboy Wholesale came in and, and, and took the company. We renamed it Raycon Global. We still got the Scooty Bike brand popping, so everybody can go online and get that. But we just enhanced it. We put a lot more money into inventory, mm -hmm. into, into financing, into a, a, a new team of people. We got a new store, um, and we're building. So it's blowing up. Do you feel like having a, a steady relationship, you know, being married, do you feel like that has bettered your life clearly, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And I think that people want to do business with you more when they see you stable and you, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean? You, you, you have your head on right. And you can so, have those nice dinners, bring your wife, absolutely. bring their wife. Absolutely. And so, I mean, you got to really be there, though, because people that really get this kind of money and really have this kind of focus can, can know it from the jump. Mm -hmm. So everybody that's ever worked with me know how hard I work and know how passionate I am for technology and for transportation. So when they see me and they see the level of intelligence that I have just going through the ups and downs through the process, 
Then, um, you know, new deals start happening. So we got some big stuff on the way, big stuff with the technology, huge stuff with transportation. Um, you see the new scooters, the new scooty bikes. We got Raycon bikes. And for us, it's really just bringing more awareness to all of this stuff, to the, to the, the technology community, but also the, the, the transportation, e-bikes, e-bikes, e-bikes. It could be any kind of e-bike. We just want people to know that e-bikes are better than, than anything you're traveling on right now, and, and I'm beating traffic. Like, I, I get everywhere in New York and Manhattan in five minutes. Are these, so bike. these are completely legal to use everywhere because I yeah. know there's been issues. People are still clearing them in certain states mm-hmm. and in certain counties, but um, for the most part, wherever there's a bicycle, you can ride this bike. What is the know? issue with it that there is that certain places it's not cleared? Um, some, you know, it has to do with some of it with the speed of it and um, and, and some of the the, the bike safety. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure it goes a certain speed. So if you got a, a, a e bike and it's going thirty five, that's like a moped, mm-hmm. right. and so you can't be in the bike lane really legally with that kind of speed. It's it just little small things like that. But over over the years, this the, the stuff will grow and the government will get involved because the bikes are a, a, a you know a part of the green initiative. It's healthy for the environment. So eventually, as we keep pushing the line, then the government will get involved hopefully soon and we can all start doing city bike kind of things where people can, like, get them and buy them for a dollar and rent them and roll them around. Does does reality TV help or hurt this? It don't really matter. The people in in this business, they don't even really watch that show. Gotcha, gotcha. And the people that watch Love & Hip Hop... Is on us to bring this technology to them because people that watch Love and Hip Hop do use headphones and smart watches, and 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 the the, the the fans that watch it are the reason why we on right now, and, and so we appreciate them, and I love Love and Hip Hop and everybody that watch it because it is like one of the premier shows to help us brand what we need to brand. Even when I promoted the Scooty bikes, the sales went up tremendously right. when it came on with with Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. so it does make a big impact, and um, I think educating. The people in this world is cool too because they don't really know what's going on in, and um and some of these reality shows. So when they start watching, they get a kick out of it. They start right. loving it. I saw a princess just text somebody back. You just text Brandy back. You respond. You, <laughs> you responded to whatever. Get out her phone. No, to whatever Ray she has another you. interview after this. I was texting somebody back. Now, now did uh, princess <laughs> and your mother get along? Because she skipped the baby shower. I mean, we touched on it briefly earlier, but do they? Do y'all really get along? Yeah, they get along. Yeah. They get along. Yeah, we get along. <laughs> Y'all get along, but she don't really... I love, and I Why love my mama. Why doesn't she like Princess, right? She loves Princess. You sure? She loves Princess. You don't just skip out on the baby shower. Listen, she loves Princess. It's Everybody just bumps heads. Sometimes. And, and it, it just... The heads got bumped at the wrong at the wrong time, right around the time when the baby was happening. But it's we've been here before, and we all got cool. You know what I mean? It's so, probably hard for your mom to like anybody well, for you, too, though, I would she, imagine. She demanded that I give him a public apology for the meme that I posted. I saw That's that. what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm just Mama, like, I'm I love not you. apologizing because, like, yeah. we, we don't do that. Did you yeah. take it down? Yeah, I took it down. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. That's what that's what needed to happen. I took it down like the like the same day. Right, and then also I'm sure as you're pregnant, things probably with your hormones and everything affect you. Hormones, go, hormones, way. hormones. They do. I I mean I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'm just not admitting it, but I feel like I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. She never got like, sick. Yeah. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, Thank I you, Ray, great. for making this a happy pregnancy. How's, that sex, <laughs> how's the pregnant sex life, though? Huh? It was good before I started showing. Well, um, no, what's Ray, wrong with that? Come on, no, man. no, 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 no. <laughs> this is a new thing. I know how you feel, Ray. I, I understand. My baby is in there now. And it's and, and we done went and got 
the 3D ultrasound, and my baby's looking now. I got the face. She like I like push the stomach. She pushed back. I pushed the stomach two times. She pushed back two times. So it's weird having your penis in there. Is what you're saying? <laughs> you can still do oral. I get it. Take care. You know. You got to take care. Of but princess. they said, yeah, they said that it's good to do it because yeah. when you do it, it's it, easier. Which freaks you out. It, it, It'll help no, come the out. Bike. No, but they also say, but I hate it when the doctor said, but it the, it soothes the baby or something uh, like that. <laughs> you never heard that. You didn't hear that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm having a hard time with it because she like it's protected. It's inside of it. I'm like, yeah, but she there. Like, it's, 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 there's no way we could do it from the from front. Like, to, yeah, 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 no yeah. way. From the front. No way. What's Not wrong right with now. your jaw, Ray? No way, right That's now. That's what I'm saying, oral. What's wrong with your jaw? It's okay. Okay. It's okay. I don't really like sure. that. Oh my God! Like so it's not good. I don't at like. It. No, I, I don't like it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Ray, that means. Ray, I ain't gonna lie. That's what that sounds like to no. me, Ray. It's just, it's really sensitive down there. I don't like that. Don't, oh, you never liked it, or you just no. don't like how Ray J do? <laughs> Ray, I got a book, right? But this girl gave me a book one time about the ultimate the kiss, man. I'm telling you, get your jaw game right. All right. No. <laughs> Service. There's all kinds of tips on how to give oral, Ray J, if you need to get some tips. I just, the baby in there, you know? Are you looking forward to it? How much do you think your life going to change? You already got, like, the house decorated? And yeah, I got a new spot just for the baby, a no-smoking uh, building that we got in Beverly Hills for, for her to be comfortable, you know, and for the baby. This is all about the baby. I'm about to make a super transition. I saw I'm you excited. posted the For My Baby video yeah. on your page. Yeah, we got a new YouTube page, too. Why are you holding on like she about Ray to run away, Ray? You got him, man. Y'all together. <laughs> it's like Ray not too sure. Ray not too sure what she going to do after the nah, baby comes, nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. You know, I, I'm just affectionate. <laughs> You still want to do Man. more reality TV? Wait, let us talk about the oh, YouTube sorry. page. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, the YouTube page. Oh, yeah, Ray J and Princess. We got I the... saw you guys have an Instagram and yep, everything. Yep. Yeah, See, we, we, we've we, had that for a we while. we like a team. Now we need to start doing posts where, you know, let, let's give the world an opinion on what we think because sometimes we disagree with stuff. All right, we got more with Ray J and Princess Love coming up. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. On this good Friday, we got Ray J and Princess Love here. And I, I think I think Princess Love is over this reality TV world, man. Yeah, I am a little bit. Why, you don't like but, people all in your business? Or? No, it's not that. It's just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a real private person. I don't like how, like, if you don't get along with somebody, they'll purposely, like, make you shoot with them. Mm -hmm. But Ray J, you are one of the executive producers, right, on it? So No, no, no. no I thought no. you were producing I love the um, Hollywood I, one. I love... Uh, the team that we have at VH1 mm -hmm. and at uh, Eastern TV, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, Mona Me, and um, we're doing big things over there. So okay, I can't... so you guys are gonna have your own show. We have some new stuff coming out. Yeah, I we got our, be we got some coming, but at the same time, we having fun on Love and Hip Hop. Maybe What's... you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah Princess clearly is. not. Well, well, I thought you Ray, were... like, if you don't hush <laughs> and so we can get this spin off. Nah. <laughs> what is you doing? Nah, you I like Love and Hip Hop a lot. I like shooting. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Even with the drama, though? I he mean, don't have no drama. I feel like it's, it's more traumatic me. for the women. Did you and Young Berg squash up? Didn't y'all get up past that already? You know, I don't got no problem with nobody. All I'm saying is I got a new Raycon ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. if, we, if, if we, Everybody can take it to the ring. Oh, so you would fight Young Berg? Nah, I don't fight. I'm saying we could take it to the ring. I like that. I like that you know idea. What I'm because yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to build up. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to build up my wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a few people that I see that I like a big pay-per-view. I see big pay-per-view fights for me, but later. 
So him and Youngberg still do have an issue? <laughs> no, nah, no issue. You sent I mean, the goons just, to rob Youngberg well, and they won well, on well, IG Live the other day. When people when people talk smack about me, man, I just, I, I just, you know, whatever. I got too much business to do. Yeah, things are going and, well for you. They're going well for you. And if it's too. a problem, I try to call people up and try to say, what's happening, man? Let's try to talk this thing out before <laughs> anything did you, stupid. Well, did you call Berg when Berg said he didn't like how you and WAC 100 was moving? Nah, man. Wack called him, you know. Like, he called out both of us, so Wack could deal with that. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm... And that's I'm, not what nobody wants. I'm working. <laughs> I'm doing technology. I'm salute doing transportation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, salute to the big homie. And that's all I'm doing. And however we can uplift everybody and bring people up. Let's bring people up. Like, if it's a beef, let's go to the ring, get some money, have everybody come out and play around. You know what I'm saying? Put some gloves on and then utilize it to be more positive and to, to get money. I like this, Ray J. I, I just don't believe it. I love the evolution of Ray J. But Come on, Charlemagne. We go way back. I know it's my man. That I used to take Ray J to get weed. <laughs> yeah, and we was in Columbia, South Carolina. Way back. This is oh, least. Way back. This is before weed was legal. Mm. Yeah, 13 years ago, maybe? 14, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I just don't believe Ray. I feel like he'll slip in three months. Why would you say no. that? <laughs> no. He's been doing so good for so long. I'm two years, three years strong. I, and once that baby comes, it's really going to change. No, it was, one, it was one little moment where people thought you was back on drugs heavy when you was doing the play with uh, Boosie. Why? You, you did a couple interviews and everybody was like, yo, Ray J look high as That's hell. That's no sleep. I, I thought I did good on the play. <laughs> I know it wasn't the play. It was oh. the interviews you was doing. Oh, I think you was, I was, you was walking around with the double cup and everybody was like, oh. Oh, he, remember I came here? Yeah. Well, I was up a long time. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you use styrofoam cups and you like cold drinks, it keeps the ice cool. Gotcha, gotcha. That's gotcha. all the styrofoam cups Although do. it's not good for the environment. It's not. Then I'm done with styrofoam cups. You see what I'm drinking? That lean. This tea. This tea. This tea. It's too early for that. Why is it purple? Um, it got honey. No, I'm kidding. Is it? So I'm assuming. So you and Princess will be back on Love and Hip Hop next season. If they want us back. If they want y'all back. They want us back. Listen, I love them. I love VH1. We've been rocking for over ten years. Shout out to Oxygen, We TV. Um, we've been rocking too, and I love them over there. So something's coming to WeTV or Oxygen. And of course, BT. Mm -hmm. I forgot. BT. Oh, okay. Are you guys so going to film new show like the up. whole <laughs> process of having the baby or some of that, like the after? Or? We're going live. Yeah. Okay. We're, We're having the baby live. Wait, can we say that? Facebook live. Seriously? Can, yeah, you can, you can, you can. Don't do that to her. I'm right. Facebook okay. live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't do and that your, to her. And your wetsuit and everything? <laughs> I don't think you want to do that, Princess. Not for your first one, man. No, no. Oh, the water birth, you saying no? I'm, I'm just saying, uh, uh, putting it on, putting it for everybody to see. Oh, no, I was joking. No. Oh, right, I was right, joking. Right. But you're doing something special. Yeah. For my baby. After the fact. For my baby. Well, Ray J and Princess. It's my best friend. Oh. You know? It's my best friend. When did you realize that? Um, well, we've been, we've been going back and forth a lot. It's been fun. Because now we just, like, intelligently going at it. Mm-hmm. Princess, please don't leave this man, man, okay? You know, Princess, no, I think you're the best thing that ever happened to Ray J. We never thought Ray J was going to settle down. And see, then, see what you did for me? <laughs> yeah, see what you did. Now, now, that I'm, now, that, now that I'm complete, everybody go out and get some Ray J products. RayConGlobal.com. Go support the movement. And what happened with that movement. lawsuit? Wasn't somebody suing you for $30 million? They, 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 they trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? Suing them for what? Just like Puff said. You know, Raycon. More money, more problems, man. It will deal with it. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, um, I wish you and Princess much success. Thank you. I hope you really Thank live you. in your raps. Oh, yeah, if you're no. not, it's going to be a girl on Instagram today saying, he all up there on the <laughs> breakfast club holding her hand, acting like he all with her. That was me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
worried. Ray J and Princess Love, y'all. Yeah. Got the website? What's the website? Um, RayConGlobal.com. Okay. Go to Raycon Global for everything technology. I got it all. I got drones, too. Speakers. Oh, you got drones? I got drones. Oh, I want to get a if drone. You, I got you. If you're in New York City, go to my store, 28 West 27th Street. All right? We got it all in there. I got phone chargers. I got phones. <laughs> if you Ray need Jay it, I got Samsung 9s. I got iPhone 10s. Mm-hmm. Come to the store. We got everything for y'all. Cowboy Wholesale slash Raycon Global. RayconGlobal.com. Support the movement. We young. You know, we we, 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 we we trying to take this entrepreneurship to the next level as young people that could live it, be turned up, live that kind of life, overcome it, and then start doing some serious business with some serious people, support the movement, get involved. I got checks for everybody. I'm sure there's so many people watching and seeing you and seeing that they could achieve those things too. Yeah, let's get it. It's real possible. And just stay you. Don't switch it. Don't switch it up. Don't switch your language. Don't switch how you explaining it. Just stay exactly how it is. Just... Find a team that can understand what you're saying, the way you're saying it, and how you're creating it. You know, that's the only way it works. Because if you be yourself, whatever meeting you in, if you like coming in flip-flops and, and jeans or just a dirty white tee, if you got the ideas and the product and, and you and you got the knowledge, that's all that matters. You know right. what I'm saying? So just know that. Be you and take it. If they're not giving it to you in the most positive way, go out there and take it. Princess, are you and Brandy do around the same time? <laughs> She's not pregnant. Oh. That's not nice, Charlemagne. <laughs> what? Come on, you can't do that to people and make them feel like... <laughs> She's not pregnant. Oh, come on, Charlemagne. I thought that was the rumor. Charlemagne, come on, fam. It was, it was also a rumor that she was carrying my baby, and that's not true. You know... Clearly, she's carrying her own baby. Right. Uh, Charlamagne. For, for asking her if she's pregnant? Please, for me. You didn't well, ask I her apologize, if she's pregnant. You said, are they due around the same time? Well, I apologize, Brandy, if um, That's not a pregnant. very offensive thing to women when you say, That's when are you having a baby doing they're not pregnant? You I haven't do seen that. Brandy. She's I'm ashamed. She never said she was pregnant. I got love for you, Brandy. Okay. I love you, Brandy. She don't like you. I know she don't, but I got love for Brandy. But here's the thing. Things are over time. People get cool. That's right. And people do business. Mm-hmm. And people get money together. That's right. That's why I'm here. Right. I'm here to tie the knot and to bridge the gap between the negative, the positive, and the money to get between the two. Well, that's good. Charlamagne never apologizes, so I'm glad he apologized. That's I know. I apologize sometimes. But you hardly mm-hmm. don't, so thank you. My man. Charlamagne is Absolutely. my friend. <laughs> you going to tell me. Princess to apologize for telling her shut the up, posting this, I should post what you just text me. Can't do that. <laughs> I don't apologize for nobody. <laughs> no. Love to Ray J and Princess Love, man. <laughs> it's I The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. The Breakfast Club. The youth are so interesting to me. Uh, it's the world's most dangerous show. <laughs> that sounded show. so old of you. <laughs> it is. I am. I mean, the youth are so And here talking to Taylor, to our, our producer. Drop on the clues box for Taylor. She's 25. She's from Philadelphia. I was Be nice her. to her. You told her that um, she's going to be singing Be Careful. I, I did tell her that because that big bearded beige dude she dating going to break her heart again. But I was talking to her. I was Damn. talking to her about Philly hip hop. Asking her if she ever heard Petey Crack. Uh, what was the name of that song? One for Petey Crack and two for free. She was like, no. I'm like, Lord, have mercy, I'm old. <laughs> All right, uh, Angelique, what we got coming in the room report? Let's talk about F-A-B-O. We'll give you an update on his arrest. Do you arrest. know who Fabulous is, Taylor? Is that? Yes, she does, okay. of course. All right. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, we told you yesterday that Fab was arrested Wednesday night. And that's for allegedly assaulting Emily, his uh, the mother of two of his children, his two children. Now, according to certain reports, they're saying that she wanted to see his cell phone and he wouldn't let her. They got into a scuffle because of that. So I'm not sure how true that is. 
Uh, but what we do know is that he posted after he was, he didn't get arrested. He didn't actually, he, he got arrested, but he didn't have to spend any time in jail. He went down with his lawyer, turned himself in, and he posted 2018 trying to break my heart. And then he put the broken heart emoji. So I don't know what happened, but Emily did call the police on him saying that Fab had hit her. So that's your update thus far. He was booked for two felonies, aggravated assault, and making a terroristic threat. I mean, isn't that something they should deal with in-house, though? You what think? do you mean? Or, or do you think the general public needs to know that, know the whole details of that situation? Of what happened? Yeah. I mean, I, I think information ends up leaking. So true, whatever true. somebody might have said, this is what actually happened. Now, Fab's attorney said, I've known Fab close to 20 years and believe he is incapable of engaging in the alleged conduct. That's, That's how I feel. What he said to Billboard. I ain't never seen Fab move that fast ever in my life. Okay, so I can't imagine Fab hitting anybody, to be right. honest with you. Well, if Emily says, listen, I can't discount anything, you never know. And that's the other thing. Emily, I don't think Emily would just call the police on right. Fab. Right, so that's what makes it a hard situation. I don't think she would ever have, I don't think she's ever done that to him before. Mm. So mm. who knows what happened. I'm sure at some point the truth will come out. I right. wish it for the best for both of them. Now, Chris Brown, on his behalf, was annoyed about the internet yesterday. There were some photos TMZ posted of him. He was in Miami. It's Ultra Fest. And it looks like he's choking one of the women. He has his hands around her neck. She looks like she is distressed. But according to Chris Brown and the woman, they were just playing around. You can see some pictures afterward, and she's laughing, and he's laughing. So he said, thanks for all the publicity today. Y'all know damn well I ain't going that ro- down that road. There is no need to even defend myself on the matter. Everyone that's around, girl, guy, are my homies. No foul play, no ignorant-ish. End of discussion. Now, Love. I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but I saw that picture several times. Nothing about that picture looked like that young woman was distressed. They clearly looked like they was playing. Well, no, there was one picture where it looked like, if you don't see just the after pictures and you see just the one picture where it looks like that and her face looks like she is distressed. She might have been playing. I don't yeah, know. but you don't know. You can't tell. But what I'm saying is a lot of people posted that one picture and not the others that mm. were afterward where they're laughing. So if you just see that oh, one picture okay. so and you don't see the pictures afterward where he's laughing, she's laughing, it would really look like perhaps something was so, going on. So they used Chris Brown's reputation against him, basically, to take the whole situation out of context. Right. So. Yes. There you go. All right, Nicki Minaj, in the meantime, is back on social media. Now, a lot of things happened yesterday, and Nicki Minaj actually posted two pictures, and that's because she's in the latest Mercedes-Benz commercial. So that commercial went live yesterday, and she's showing off the Mercedes-Benz genius ability to help avoid traffic blocks ahead. So People really hungry for Nicki if... Uh, I mean, she hasn't posted since that's December. What I'm y'all really starving for Nicki if y'all talking about her Mercedes-Benz commercial. I think that's what she wants, though. I've been off of social media. When I do post months later, people better get excited because that's the whole point, right? What were those commercials for when they when, like Mercedes-Benz commercials? I don't know. I think it's for Title and Mercedes-Benz because she put Title and she put Mercedes-Benz. She tagged both of them, so. Who following her can afford a Mercedes? What? I'm just saying. That's really rude. No, it's not. Majority of people following. She has like 85 million followers. And I'm not even talking about just Nikki in general. I'm just saying, if you post a a commercial for Mercedes on your Instagram, who do you really expect to be out following you that can afford a Mercedes? A lot of people. She has 85. Let me look at how many followers she has because that's a ridiculous statement. All right, I'll get you. She has 85.9 million followers. I bet you majority of them cannot afford to go buy a Mercedes tomorrow. They have all different classes of Mercedes Benzes, and they're not all six-figure cars. Well, Some of them are a lot cheaper. You get the C-Class, and a lot of people could afford that. Okay. All right, now... 1% for a reason. Let's talk about R. Kelly. The Bleachers frontman, he's signed to the same label as R. Kelly, RCA, said that he has asked executives at RCA to cut ties with R. Kelly. 
He said, I hope my label drops R. Kelly. I've discussed it with them a number of times. He tweeted that out, but then they he did delete it. So according to him, he's been, I guess, saying, come on, y'all got to drop him. And um, that's all after these reports have come out in a BBC documentary where Kitty Jones, who started dating R. Kelly back in 2011, said that he told her he had trained a girl to be his sex pet since she was 14 years old. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I wanna, can we just drop R. Kelly from life? Why don't we all just collectively mute R. Kelly? He's still Everybody going on Everybody unfollow R-, R. Kelly. Like, just, just like, why do we have to have R. Kelly in our collective consciousness? Let me see. Does, uh, does R. Kelly uh, post on Instagram? What are his mentions well, like? Well, listen, we can go have a petty party right now. He does have a Twitter, at R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? We can all go have a petty party right now. You know right what? Now. He only has a million followers. I would have thought he had more than that. Yeah. Right. Uh, what? Just go to R. Kelly's uh, Twitter page. Go to at R. Kelly and just put hashtag PP. That's it. Just put, matter of fact, put PP13. That's all. That's all you got to post, okay? What is PP13? Just post it. Put hashtag PP13, all right? P- piss him off today, all right? Uh, all Let's right. piss off R. Kelly by talking about piss and his mentions all day long. Oh, you could put the um, toilet emoji. Hashtag PP13 <laughs> and R. Kelly. No, PP14. Like the girl was allegedly 14. Oh, okay. I didn't know yes. what this is. Hashtag was. PP14 and oh, R. Like, Kelly's mentions all day long. <laughs> Okay, go to his Twitter right now, at R. Kelly, and just put hashtag PP14. All right, well, speaking of pissing people off, Charlemagne, who are you giving donkey to today? Oh, donkey today is going to a young lady in Kentucky, in Kentucky named Miranda Poston, okay? As a parent, I understand that parenting can be tough, and I truly understand the meaning of uh, it'll hurt me more than it hurts you, but she took it to the extreme. So we need to talk about it for after the hour. All right. Yes, donkey the of the day up club. next is the Breakfast Club. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey stuff. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Shout him in here, Bogan. You're having a little petty party, man. Don't forget to go to R. Kelly's Twitter page and put hashtag PP14, okay? Hashtag PP14. <laughs> now, donkey of the day for Friday, March 30th, goes to a mother from Kentucky named Miranda Poston. Salute to everyone who listens to us in Lexington and Louisville on Wild 103.9 and 93.1 to beat, respectively. Drop one of the clues bombs for Kentucky, damn it. Now, Miranda is a mom, and as a parent, we sometimes have to do things to our kids that hurt us more than it hurts them. I never truly understood that until I attempted to spank my daughter when she was like three or four, and I never attempted to do that again. Nope. Doesn't feel good. Uh, Doesn't even feel good when I tell her she can't go to cheerleading practice or gymnastics because she didn't finish her homework, okay? When your children are disappointed, you end up disappointed. When your children are in pain, you are in pain. When your children hurt, you hurt. It's just that simple, okay? Nothing makes you feel more helpless than when your child is sick and there's nothing you can do about it but take them to the doctor and help them take their medicine at the right time, okay? That's why I don't understand. How ruthless my parents were when I was a kid, all right? The beatings we I used to get when I was a kid were absolutely extreme in hindsight, okay? You deserved I'm, it. No, I did. I remember once I took a lighter and was burning the carpet in my room. Yeah, beat that ass. Okay? And, and mind you, I grew up in a highly flammable single-wide trailer. But so you don't think you deserved a beating for that? But you, you ain't tell me what... Let me tell you what kind of beating, okay? All right, I'm flicking the lighter, lighting the carpet on fire a little, putting it out, light it again, putting it out. And my mom smelled that smoke, came in, saw what I was doing, and hit me with those dreaded six words. What do you think those words are, ye? Pick which belt you on. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Wait until your daddy gets home. Oh. Okay, now, oh. see, see, a lot of y'all have never heard those six words because you don't know your fathers. All right, but for those of us who grew up with a father in the house, nothing strikes fear like those six words. I and love my, when my daddy comes home. Exactly. 
<laughs> oh, daddy. All right, go ahead. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, my father came home and delivered on a good beating, okay? Extension cord. All right, I got beat with a damn extension cord, and then he made me go take a bath because when that hot water hits those whelps, man. All right? Not to mention my mom would backhand me in the mouth whenever my young rhetoric got a little too spicy. That was cool. But, uh, but when she grabbed a wooden spoon off the wall that's there for rec- decoration but can turn into a weapon of mass destruction at any moment, you know, and I'm not even about to discuss all the times I had to go pick my own switch, all right? The moral of the story is I don't understand parents who can hurt their kids, all right? If I get hurt, all right, when I simply tell my daughter she can't go somewhere, how the hell did my father feel after he beat me with an extension cord and made me go take a bath? Mm. You don't think that's a little extreme? Well, you tried to burn the house down. All right. See, that's why I got therapy today at three, right? <laughs> anyway, Miranda Poston is another one of those parents who clearly doesn't subscribe to uh, the this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you style of parenting. She subscribes to the I'm going to hurt you so that you never do this ever again style of parenting. Now, let's just get to it. Miranda is in jail, ladies and gentlemen. She went to jail for a punishment she inflicted upon her 14-year-old daughter. Let's go to KY, WKYT CBS for the report. Police say a mom was too extreme in punishing her child. They say Miranda Polston caught her 14-year-old daughter drinking and to discipline her, forced the girl to drink alcohol with the help of other juveniles in the home. A video purporting to show part of the incident appeared on social media. That video shows the girl being held in a chair yelling no while the mother told her she could be on MTV and get a million dollars if she drinks the booze. Police say the video also shows the young girl making a gurgling sound and falling to the floor while everyone laughs. Polston's attorney entered a not guilty plea for her Wednesday and says they intend to fight the charge of first degree criminal abuse. Now, yeah, you've been a lush for a long time, right? When did you have your first drink? Um, probably when I was about eight. What? What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I thought you would be underage, but eight? My parents used to let me drink margaritas. So your parents used to let you drink? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, this didn't work with your little story. No, I was just going <laughs> to ask, what do you think your parents would have done if they had caught you drinking at 14? But we find out your parents would have let you drink at 8. We probably would have had a cheers and a toast. Well, we need to go, go, <laughs> we need to go arrest your parents right, right now for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The moral of the story is this. If you are trying to teach your kids a lesson, that lesson can't end with you in jail. Because if it does, that lesson is null and void, all right? Your daughter is 14. You catch her drinking. You in Kentucky. Go make her pick a switch or something. Or better yet, you know, since you're white, go make her eat a spoonful of mayonnaise. But the last thing that you should do, you know, the last thing that should be on your mind is providing her more alcohol. That's contributing to the delinquency of a minor charge. And then to make her drink until she's sick, you know she could have died. Alcohol poisoning is a real thing. I know you in Kentucky, Miranda, and your tolerance for whiskey is quite high, but not your 14-year-old. And please tell me what show on MTV is giving kids a million dollars for drinking. No. And please don't say teen mom, okay? Mm -hmm. The moral of the story is this. We all want our kids to do the right thing, but it is the difference between discipline and abuse. And when disciplining your kids, make sure you're not taking out whatever pain is happening in your life on them. Because hurt people hurt people, but they hurt themselves more. Hence why Miranda is in jail. Please give Miranda post in the biggest hee-haw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Yo, yeah, that could have ended terribly for the 
So did that make you become a responsible drinker, being that you started drinking at eight? Did yeah, you, I'm a very responsible drinker. Did you have a love for alcohol since then, or did you ever stop? No, or? as a matter of fact, when I was in college, I barely ever drank. And then oh. after, I, I still am always a responsible drinker. So it was never a thing you wanted to do because your parents let you do it? No. I would, I was, it wasn't like I would sneak and take drinks. If I was with them, they would let me have a drink. Yeah. But when I wasn't with them, I didn't drink anything. See, Miranda, that could have that worked out. Right. You could have did it like Yee's parents. All right. Now, coming up next, we have the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, okay, the bronze bomber. Now, I don't know if you are up on boxing. Are you a boxing fan? Yet? I am. You know, it's a little fun fact about me is that I actually really enjoy boxing. It's like my favorite sport to watch. Okay. Well, Deontay Wilder is the undefeated WBC heavyweight champion of the world. He's going to come in this weekend and talk about the fight between Anthony Joshua and Joseph Parker that's happening this Saturday on Showtime at 5 p.m. Eastern. He was actually supposed to be at the fight. And he's supposed to be providing ringside commentary, but he changed his plans and decided to come uh, do the Breakfast Club. And he'll tell you why he decided to change. His I know. Plans. I saw him on the schedule. I was like, "Isn't he supposed to be in the UK?" And then yeah. I thought he was going to cancel. Well, he decided not to go, and he's got a very valid reason. And he'll tell us all about it next, right here on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Africa, and we got the world's most dangerous heavyweight boxing champion in here right now, my man Deontay Wilder. What's up, my brother? What's going on, bro? You doing all right? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I went to uh, went to your last fight against Ortiz. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was rooting for you. So it was a very uh, shaky situation in the crowd for a moment because everybody thought you was about to lose it, but then you came back and won, so congratulations. I mean, it was a, it was a great, great fight, you know. I definitely needed a, uh, a defining win on my on my mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always had the short ends of the stick when it comes to boxing. I've called everybody. I hold them the best of the best. I've called them out, mm-hmm. and it's always seemed like I'm always getting a run around. Somebody ducking me, or they're using PEDs to go around me. So, you know, with Ortiz, it was like a a big risk, small reward. Mm-hmm. You know. But it was good for boxing. It was good for the heavyweight division, and I needed it. So, you know, it was an epic fight, and in that fight, I showed what a true champion was. Absolutely. What it takes to be a true champion, the whole definition of it. I feel like there was a couple of times you were supposed to come up here before, right, and it got rescheduled. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to get rescheduled again, like you weren't supposed to be in town. I was getting ready to head to London. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be a ringside analyst at the Parker-Joshua fight this weekend. Correct, correct. But you pulled out because they, they won't let you face off with the winner. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I had to deal with uh, the Sky Sports. They wanted me to come over and, and commentate for them. Mm-hmm. And I told them I come on one condition. And the, the, the terms was I get in the ring with Joshua at the end of the night. You know, If he wins. Because I, I, I picked Parker right, up. Right. If he wins. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, they said it was cool. They said it was all right. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll be over there. Then, you know, a couple of days later, I get a phone call from my manager. He was like saying that ain't going to be able to happen because Joshua talking about up into the security on me. I even heard about restraining orders and wow. stuff, saying he don't want to hype the fight, you know, for what. And, you know, and his, and his promoter, you know, he always manipulating the fans over there, always telling them different stories so they can bleed because they don't want to fight me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't want to fight me at all. Joshua has a fear of losing, and they know I'm the most dangerous man in this game, mm-hmm. period. And, you know, and it just came about, so many different situations. Hearns always talking about, I need to raise the profile. I need to hype this fight a little bit more. But what better way to hype a fight like this when you got 70,000 people there Damn in, right. the, in, the, in, the, in the crowd and you got millions watching? What's the, this is this is free advertisement. Mm-hmm. This is free promotion. You know, 
people would love to see two kings, one from America, one from the UK, facing each other off, man to man, looking each other in the eye. And I'm saying, I want to knock you out. What better, you know? But I didn't understand it. You know, at this point, it's becoming uh, very childish for me, right. you know? And Because they, then they make it seem like you were scared to show up. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it makes it seem like I'm scared. Like, you know, I'm, you know Wilds is not coming. Why are you snacking away? He don't want to fight. He must don't want to, you know? It's just, the, you know, it's stalling tactics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, to put out there to say, I don't want everybody to know I want. You know, I'm a fighter. Joshua said you know he wants I mean? you to have uh, beat Floyd's record of 50 and 0 before you guys fight. That's what he, he said, said. That? No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say what? <laughs> 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 I was like, that's new to me too. Like, that's some big <laughs> right there. <laughs> hey, hey, man. At this point, at this point right here, I mean, anything believable because it's the story is changing each and every day. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they're they're, you know, they're not on the same accord with with uh, his promoter and him. They say. Josh will say one thing, his promoter says another. Eddie Hearns is promoter, right? Eddie Hearns is a promoter. But ain't know? he trying to sign you now? I heard something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's trying to sign me as well, too. You know, that he trying to he trying to do the Don King thing when he when I when I fought the burn. Oh, so mm-hmm. that could be leverage. Like, okay, you want this fight? Well, if you sign to me, then you can have this fight. Right. Because that get him the right to promote me mm-hmm. now. And um, you know, he can still make money. I believe that. I'm I'm picking Parker over Joshua this weekend. Mm. So I don't even know if you're gonna get a wild to Joshua fight. I heard you picking Parker too. Why why is that? Um he looked very confident um, in what he's doing. You know, when I look at, like, press conferences, mm-hmm. when I look at weigh-ins, when I look at guys square up together, most people look at it as what it is. You're the weigh-in, you know, they facing the off, you want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I'm looking at the body language. I'm looking at when they look at each other. What it, because when I'm looking at you, I'm trying to look into your soul. I'm mm-hmm. looking into your eyes. I'm letting you know that, like, this you in it for a real fight. I'm coming to really hurt you. So certain signs you can see from a fighter whether it is their, their body language, whether they, they doing something. Most t- time when people say they look away or they blink at something, sometimes that can be a sign of ner- being nervous and stuff like that. And, you know, you can explore that and take advantage of that. But with, with Parker, he seems like he's ready. Yeah. And if, he, if he have the same confidence that he have now going into the fight, it's going to be a hell of a What's fight. your prediction then? What round? Whatever happens, it's going to happen in the later rounds. You think some fights are rigged? I think some fights have been rigged before. Mm. I think it does exist in the sport. I mean, this is boxing. Anything can happen in boxing, you know. That could happen in the NBA. It could happen in the NFL. All right, I'm picking Joshua then. Yeah. Huh? I'm picking Joshua then. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to mess up that wild Joshua fight. They ain't messing up that perfect record. But, you know, like I said, anything can happen. Parker can go and knock Joshua out. We know Joshua's been been down um, before. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, when you're dealing with heavyweights. Some people would say it only take one punch, but the more and more I get into this sport and just really just narrow it down and focus on certain things and meditate about certain things, I'm starting not to believe that. Right. You know, I believe it, it takes a certain type of caliber of person mm-hmm. to knock a person out just because you're big and your weight says you two plus plus this and this and you got muscles doesn't mean that you can knock a person out. You know what I mean? It take, it take a, a certain type of caliber of person to be able to just knock people out like that. You know, when when people look at me, they say, well, you what you know, especially coming up, they never thought I would be a heavyweight fighter mm-hmm. because people are so used to seeing, like, heavyweights being big yeah. and muscular and stuff like that. But my body is my body. I'm comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I possess something that can't be taught. You know what I mean? You do the yoga great. and stuff since you meditate? I used to. I used to do a lot of yoga, but I... I, I um, 
I do a lot of stretching exercises mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and um, to make my body more flexible. And I, I mean, I can almost put my head, my legs over my damn my my head. Actually, we don't want to see that. Wow. <laughs> 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 a lot of guys wish they could do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I think being flexible um, plays a lot, especially mm-hmm. in a combat sport. You know, you can be able to maneuver around different punches, and and you can see a, a very various of combinations as well coming to you. You know. What do you, what do you say to people who say you're a great fighter but not a technically sound boxer? Yeah. Uh, you know, my thing is, my um, I say some people say I do a, a, all the wrong things in boxing, mm-hmm. which I can agree. I do all the wrong things in boxing, but the thing about it, I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. I win. I knock people out. You got some fighters that do all the right things. Technically. and Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And still lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's that old saying, if it's not broken, why fix it? With me, I'm an unorthodox fighter. I'm very awkward. I'm fast. And I have... It probably throws people off, too, because they anticipate, like, when you watch what they're doing, and you can study them and see what they're about to do, and then they can't really tell what you're about to do because exactly. you're not following the rules. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, not following it. That's perfectly. You know, you've been studying boxing. <laughs> I love boxing. Yeah, nice, Y'all nice. flirt with each other one more time. Uh, <laughs> just give each other each other's numbers. No, I think he's probably surprised well, I'll that like I know anything about boxing. I put my leg over my head. You know? Nah, it's, 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 nah it's, it's, you know, it's nice to see, you know, when, when women pick up boxing because, you know, most times they the ones like this, you know what I mean? I know when my mama used to start coming, she was... She but that's because you're her son. That's probably yeah. different. But there's other people that be like that as well, too, you know? Mm. Uh, you know, people that I, I know that, you know, that have that comes to the fights and, and, and see other fighters as well, too, they first be, like, they can't see it because they say that they don't want to see another person get harmed or hurt, you know what I mean? We got more with the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. When we come back, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. This is the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. We're here with the bronze bomber, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. Now, ye. Now, I want to ask you this because you did say, and this is true, a lot of people tell you what you should have done when they watch a match, and they're like, oh, he should have did this. Mm. Oh, you messing up. And I see you engage with people on Twitter. Do you ever get really irritated and want to, like, confront somebody when they talk to you? Oh, you ain't seen the video? Deontay, <laughs> one of the few people who's gotten a chance to put his hands yeah, on so, one of these internet yeah. trolls. <laughs> yeah, that was earlier. You know, I'm, I'm much more calmer now. <laughs> the reason I went and saw him in the first place is because he went... He went overboard with it. He's talking about your daughter or something, yeah, right? He was yeah. talking about my daughter, taping her mouth, and I'm a I'm a I'm a visual type of person. I visualize what people say when they're telling the story. Mm-hmm. I actually try to put myself in there and visualize. So this dude talking about taping my daughter's mouth. So I'm think I'm thinking about her got, you know, black tape around her mouth, mm. and she's crying. I, oh. I remember one time we was I took her to the doctor, and um, the doctor had this you know sticker with needles and stuff. She had multiples of surgery throughout her career. And the doctor had to stick it with neither. Um, I remember her reaching and crying for me, and I couldn't do nothing about it because that's the doctor. Ooh. And I remember him saying black tape over her mouth, and something else he said, and he started saying and all this and stuff like that. And you know, when he started talking about my daughter, that was it right there. Mm-hmm. Now nah, I ain't gonna send for you. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna come and meet you myself. You know what I mean? So I came to California. He didn't think I was going to come. I was but, shocked he showed up. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't went overboard. Because mm-hmm. you know? he probably wanted to film himself showing up and say, I'm here, he's not here, you know, and do yeah, all Yeah, yeah, so it'll be bright. So, you know, people don't play about their kids. At all. Main thing, money and their kids. Word up. You know. Or anybody's kids. You shouldn't yeah. be talking about kids, period. Yeah, and then my, my daughter with a special need, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's even more touchy right. for me. You know what I mean? 
even with him, I, anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you don't play with it when it comes to that. And I'm a real person. I'm a real dude. Like, you know, most time when I, now it ain't most time, when I give you my word on something, that's it. It's just like when I describe in boxing, when I tell a person, I'm gonna knock you out, I'm gonna knock you out. But so, most of the time, I go in details about how I'm gonna knock you, just like I told Louis Ortiz, I'm gonna have you face down, ass up. Many times he was <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> but, I understand hey, I mean, what you're saying, but they're going to they gonna turn that into a hey, meme. They're going to they take that one little part and they're going to they misconstrue it. <laughs> do you think about life after boxing and what, what your plans are? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. You know, um, you know, mm -hmm. I want to I convert to acting. That's my passion. I can see that. Yeah, I love mm -hmm. acting. I love being silly. I love being goofy. I always had a passion for it ever since I was young, but I also had that love for for sports as well too. And um, the sports took over, but now in my career, it's like, when I'ma go so far, because you can't box forever. Right. And once that's over with, I just wanna cross over, so we working on some things now. Do you think uh, heavyweights of the past support the heavyweights now like they should, or just the division period? Not at all, and that's one of the things I always talk about as well too, because it's crazy that in America, a man, is willing to support another man from another country than support their own countryman. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because everybody wants to be that man here. And you know, it is sad, especially the ones that's already been developed, uh, former champions, you know, uh, even champions now, you know, it's, it's just so much hate. Everybody wants to be that main face and stuff like that. And I don't feel like it's enough, especially with the former champions. I don't feel like it's enough right. for them to come aboard take somebody on their wing, a few people, and just, you know, just put them out there. What did you just say? Yo, this is the next whatever, whatever. Or uh, it's coming, you know, where they go, coming to the fights, you know, uh, promoting that, you know, doing it for the fans and stuff like that. And we don't have enough of that nowadays. And I think nothing makes you more relevant than when you help out the next crop of people coming up, too. Exactly. I saw Lennox giving you a little help once. Yeah, that, yeah, that was early in my career. He took a liking to me. You know, you look you look up to those guys and you listen to those guys automatically because they've been to a place where you're trying to go. I looked at him, I'm like, man, he's he he's done what I wanna do right now. Like I told him, I wanna I'm I'm still I'm coming for that undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. You know, no one has done what I've done as far as my record. You know, so I'm in own I'm in my own lane at that point with the record and knocking people out, but I want more. I wanna achieve more. I wanna be achieve greatness. You're looking at a future icon. You know, I speak all things in existence and let it come to pass. Mm -hmm. You know, when you speak it out, like I said, speak it, believe it, receive it. Right. And I really believe in that. You read The Secret before, man. I I, I don't read that book before. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Now, I saw, because even Mike Tyson, I only heard him mention you like maybe once or twice. And yeah. it was like recently when he was like, they asked him if, he, if, if you could beat him in his prime or yeah. something like that. TMZ Sports did. You know, Mike used to hate on me from the beginning, man. Really? And, I, and you know, I don't have any, I love Mike. I don't have nothing against Mike. Mike, I feel, was one of the best. Although, every time he fought the top guy, he lost. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike made a comment. He said that anybody can knock somebody out, even my even my three-year-old son. He said even three-year-old, 12-year-old son, one of the one of the two. And I'm like, I looked at that, I was like, wow. You know, so you, now you're comparing me to a child. And now you're saying a child can do what I train so hard, I, I work work my ass off in the gym, mm -hmm. a child can do what I do. You know what I mean? I just, I just took that as like some envious type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, this Mike though. Like why, why would you say something like that? I would have never told a, another guy that, especially that's coming into the sport, cause I was still young coming mm -hmm. into it. I was still learning. I've always had to learn on the way up. 
always, you know, just like Evander Holyfield. Holyfield, I met Holyfield in Canastota, you know, and uh, Holyfield was like, I don't know what he's going to do in the Olympics, but I'm telling y'all guys right now, this is the next heavyweight champion of the world. Right. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that you need, you know, as a younger fighter right. coming up, needing that motivation, that encouragement from those that already have done it before. that must have been disappointing to hear Mike Tyson yeah. say something like that. Yeah, it really was. You know, I was like, all right, Mike. That's have you ever spoke? I didn't, yeah, I have seen him a couple times at fights and stuff like that. You, you feel know? the you feel the like the unwelcome energy, like. Well, I I used to speak to him before then, but after, after that, that, you know, <laughs> I, you know, he'll be in the ring. I'm, I, but I'm focused though. When I'm in the ring, like I don't I don't mean no disrespect. I'm in my zone right now. Do you now. think you have to strike a balance between having a fight that's exciting and winning? Because sometimes people feel like when you win a fight, it's not in the most exciting right. way. Right. Do you think about that? Only to a certain extent, because when you fighting. You 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 want you want the best performance of your life. You want the outcome to be the best. A lot of people worry about, oh, he loses he losing rounds and this. I don't I don't I don't worry about the rounds because I possess something that nobody has, mm -hmm. and that's just what we call the eraser. I got ultimate power. My power is cr so crazy that I don't even know the the length of it. I can only imagine me getting into a fight in the streets. It'll be crazy. You know, if I'm putting on 10 ounce gloves and hitting guys, hitting them like I did Spuka when I came here in Brooklyn and falling, and he was mm -hmm. dead three to five seconds. Just imagine, like, that's why I don't condone in violence outside the ring. Well, I don't want to see fight it. you can fight in the street. Though. Well, yes, I can. I thought you can. Yeah, I thought your hands were registered. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got, you know, it's registered, but it's just like having a pistol permit. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? If I'm in harm or harm come my way and he threatened me or whatever, then I have the right to defend myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What about sympathy for the opponent? Because, like, you know, you, you know you want to get home to your kids. Yeah. And you got to go in there and do your business. Like, you ever like, I don't want to kill pull somebody back for a, a little bit? No, nah, I want a body on my record. Mm -hmm. I want one. <laughs> you know? I want one. I want one. I really do. Like You want to be Ivan Drago? That's the... <laughs> If he dies, he dies. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's the bronze bomber. Like, he won't win. You know what I mean? I always tell people, like, when, I, when I'm in the ring, like, I am the bronze bomber. Everything about me changes. Mm -hmm. Like, what I'm thinking. I don't get nervous. I don't get scared. I don't get butterflies. I don't have no feelings towards the man off in the fight. I'll come here for one thing, and that's to knock you out and go back home. Mm -hmm. You know, the power that I have, man, it's, it's easy to, to be able to do do so. I thought I had one one time, like I said, with Spuka, because he wasn't breathing when he hit the campus, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, somebody going to go. Somebody so, <laughs> oh somebody going to go. So when Spuka was on the campus in your mind, you was like, goals. Man. Almost got him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I want that on my record, you know what I mean? Because when I'm in that state of mind, like, I ain't myself. You 40 and 0, 39 KOs. Do you think you need an Anthony Joshua fight? Not at all. I don't think I, so. I don't, I don't need Anthony. You know, nor do he need me. We don't need each other mm -hmm. because we're doing fine without each other right now. You know what I mean? I'm happy in my life. You know, he's happy in his life. But I want to unify. He got something I want, and I got something he want. And one day it got to happen. Or give up the belts. I don't have nothing against Joshua. I told him, when we fight, we going to party after. Unless you kill him. Unless that's your first body. <laughs> Unless it be the first body. That's the only way. He was absent that day because you know what happened. Hey, Deontay but, Wilder, man. Hey, good to see you, my thank brother. You so much, thank brother. you for Same coming, man. Absolutely. Uh, Y'all watch the fight this Saturday, March 31st, live on Showtime, 5 p.m. Eastern. Anthony Joshua Parker. One of them people going to be Wilder's next opponent.
Yeah, most definitely. No so. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Deontay Wilder, y'all. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. Happy Good Friday to everybody. Now, Angela Yee is about to get into her rumor report, and she's going to talk about male cheerleaders getting rammed. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Well, it's time for a first, and the Los Angeles Rams do have two male cheerleaders. They're making NFL history. They'll be the first ones to perform the same routines as the female dancers. So that should be exciting. Now, in the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts, they do have men, but they perform stunts with the female cheerleaders, but they don't dance. So these men will be dancing and doing the same routines as the women. They're not just there to provide the stunts. So drop on the clues bombs for the male cheerleaders getting rammed. That, All right. Stop it. Here is Quentin Perrin talking about actually making history. You know, I was at a Laker game the Wednesday prior, and I was watching the team, the Laker girls, and I was asking myself, why can't I be down there? I've choreographed for girls who dance on pro teams. I've danced with girls on various pro teams, so I just thought, why not me? Like, why can't I do this? So I called my friend Raquel and I asked her when auditions were for the Rams and she told me Sunday and I showed up and we're here. <laughs> I'm glad Tyrone Hankerson Jr. landed on his feet, man, after that whole Howard debacle. That's not Tyrone Hankerson Jr. That's Stop not him. No, I told you, that's Quentin Perrin. Congratulations to these young men for making history and doing what they knew they could make happen. It's Quentin Perrin and Napoleon Jennings. Okay. All right, now, Fetty Wap, you know, is getting ready for Easter, and as part of his bringing Easter cheer to families, he was in his hometown of Patterson, and he stopped at Price Right Supermarket, and he surprised families with gift cards for their groceries. Here's what he said. God bless me to be, you know, a little fortunate now, so, you know, I try to, I try to, especially the main thing I try to do is to give back to Patterson first, you know what I'm saying? And anytime they need me for anything, I always make sure I be there. There you go. I'll drop on the clues bombs for Fetty Wap for doing what he's supposed to do. I don't like to, you know, what? salute people for doing what they're supposed to he do. He doesn't have to do that, though. But you should give back. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you should been... be a blessing to others. You know what I mean? You should yeah, help ideally, people. Ideally, but you're not required to do that. But that's what you, yes, yeah. it's a great thing to do, and we should commend you for that. And that encourages other people to step up and do the same because everyone doesn't do that. And everyone doesn't have to. They should. I, I feel like when you're a blessing, when you're a blessing to other people, you will always be blessed in abundance. It's a nice thing to do, though. We still say we commend you. Mm -hmm. We commend you, Fetty Wap. All right, now Tiger. Why do people still rent houses to him? Because he has a history of not. I thought paying. you were about to say Tiger. Why do people still run trains on him? It was going. It was going a little left. What? I didn't say nothing close to that. What's going on in your head? Nothing. All right. Well, he's being sued by Simon Cowell's ex-fiance, and that is because she let him rent her house for 40000 a month. He moved in of March 2017. He paid rent for a little while, and then he just stopped. So she's saying that he stopped paying rent in January, and he's made no effort to catch up as all, at all. And not only is she suing Tiger, she's also suing King Cairo, Tiger's son. Instead of paying for what? Why? But Tiger put his name on the lease. Instead of paying forty, is that weird? Would you put a, a? I don't know why he would do that. I don't understand why you do that. But instead of paying forty grand a month on a lease, why not just go buy a nice, affordable house? I don't know. I'm sure you can find a nice, affordable house in L.A. You know what I mean? It may not be in Calabasas or in Beverly Hills somewhere. Calabasas or whatever, but you can find a nice place not to Calabash stay. Calabasas. Forty? You don't think forty grand a month is a lot of money? 
Of course I think That's that. 120 grand every three months. Like, you go buy a nice little crib. Why did you say every three months and that was your... Because <laughs> you didn't want to say how much I'm, every year? No, I'm just thinking about how much it... You know what I mean. That's a lot of money. <laughs> you could go buy a nice little house is what I'm saying. That's almost half a million for the year. Is it? I don't 480, know. 480,000. I knew you didn't want to do the math. I know. That's 360. I know. That's why. You're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's 120,000 every it's three almost, months. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's almost half a mil. All right. Matthew Knowles was on with Wendy Williams and amongst the things that he spoke on. He talked about Solange and the whole elevator fight with Jay-Z. Here's what he said. I, I have to tell you, I laughed so hard. <laughs> Me, I laughed so hard because, you know, if you know Solange, that's Solange. That's Solange. You just never know A what you're going to get. Firecracker. Don't know where she get that from. Then Beyonce would be in the corner, quiet, just kind of like, when y'all finish, let me know. Why is Wendy asking about that elevator incident from three years ago? She needs to be asking to Matthew who bit Beyonce, okay? All right. In addition to that, he also um, talked about accidentally revealing that Beyonce was having twins. I'll never forget this. I was on my way to the airport. Uh-huh. I think it was one of those Saturday Good Morning shows. Uh-huh. And I uh, thought the scroll said Beyonce has announced. And I was just rushing. And when I got to the airport, uh-huh. I just wanted to congratulate her because uh-huh. I thought she had told the world because... I knew, and it was a mistake that I made, uh, oh. and I can own that. That's how people found out Beyonce was having twins? I don't remember that. Yeah, he revealed it. Oh, okay. Whoopsie. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Angela Yee. Now, no coming problem. up is DJ Envy's People's Choice Mix. Envy is not even here. Envy's in Africa. Yep. So he wants me hey, to you do... Hating on me from Africa. Yes, he wants me to do what he does every day, which is lie to y'all and say 1-800-585-1051, call up and put in your request. Now, how is he going to put in requests? Envy does uh, take requests. When? When it happens to be a coincidence that the song plays that you requested. Got you. So if you just happen to call up... Is he going to put Cardi B's new song in the mix? Be pro- careful. No, he wasn't here. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> No, I highly doubt that's going to happen. Okay, but the People's Choice Mix is coming up next. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club.